Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler, Dr. Kathy Greenberg is my co-host here. We have been doing this now for over 16 years. And, you know, Kathy and I are both executive coaches. We bring years of experience. And we bring that experience about how can our listeners be in the top 10%. You know, that's a tipping point of sorts. If you can be in the top 10%, if you can be exceptional, it helps your team be exceptional. So we always want to give you tips, tools, things that you can do to be a little bit better, try things a little bit more. And this idea of being your best, really everything happens in the moment. So in the moment, how do you bring your strengths? How do you bring your resources in the moment into whatever that situation will be? A lot of that uh, we talk about in our book, Emotional Brilliance, and to live a stressless, fearless life. Uh, has a lot of tips and tools, and you can go to our website, www.emotionalbrilliance.academy, and you can get the tools there, and you can also get an uh, e-book, 11 Reasons Why You Need Emotional Intelligence. So we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. Kathy and I always are focusing on that. And why is that so important? We know we have a tsunami of emotions, you know, coming out of the pandemic, um, research is telling us people are more depressed, more anxious, uh, more sad, uh, anger. What do we do with all these emotions? And so this idea of emotional intelligence is so important. And with that, let me bring my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Uh, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Raleigh. I'm very excited today. We're going to have a good friend of emotional brilliance with us, uh, Burl Workman, and he's going to talk to us about what's going on for Workman success systems in 2023 and why everybody should be uh, using uh, something that I like to say. I think I learned this originally from Marty Seligman many years ago. If you treasure it, measure it. And I think... Uh, Burl does a great job of getting everybody to do that. But before we jump yeah. in there, I just want to just give everybody a quick analogy of the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional brilliance. You know, your emotional brilliance in our world is what we call your go-to perfect response to the situation, bringing in your key strengths and capabilities master the movement. So if EI is the territory or the map, EB is zooming in on that home, either the one you live in or the one you are traveling to. If EI is the target, EB is the bullseye. And if EI is your closet, in my case... <laughs> EB is that go-to clothing, that that suit, that dress, that pair of pants, that blouse, that is appropriate for this situation. So, you know, what I decide to wear to uh, 
a very formal business meeting is going to be very different from what I would wear uh, on a date night. And knowing exactly where that is in my closet, that's my EB. And so it's your laser focus that you need to be successful. And so having it in advance, knowing it in advance, being able to assess it, uh, know where to go to get it instantly is what emotional brilliance is about. And let me just give that website again, Relly, because as always, we want to start every one of our uh, programs with free bonuses, giveaways, resources that you can use. So it's www.emotionalbrilliance.com backslash academy. When you go to that page, you're going to see some little lines on the right-hand side. And it's just like a little menu. You go right in there. You can go into the academy and look around. Or, as Relly said, you can go to our free box. It'll say free book, 11 Reasons Why You Need Emotional Intelligence. So, Relly, I'm going to let you say a few things about um, Burl from a professional standpoint, and then we'll bring him on. Yep. Well, great. Well, thanks, uh, Kathy. We know Verl because we've, we work with Verl and his organization and, uh, he's a powerful speaker, uh, has a lot of empathy, uh, very service oriented. And so let me give you, um, a little more of the formal background. He is a co-founder and CEO of Workman Success Systems. It's a business, uh, coaching company that specializes in developing high performing companies and teams using a unique approach that focuses on the totality of the team and the company. So not only working with the individual uh, agents, but then the teams that they lead and developing leaders at every organization. Verl knows that greatness is predictable and has built systems, processes, and procedures, tools, trainings, and trade secrets that make greatness predictable by focusing on the right things and developing greatness predicting habits. As a father of six, Verl believes that no other success can compensate for failure at home. Uh, his focus on family is such that he founded, co-founded Workman Success Systems with his oldest daughter, Brienne, and we know her, uh, to be the kind of place where his family uh, want to join and add in the business. So he has his sons also in the business. He succeeded in that three of his children have helped Verl build workman success and what it is today. And he says his greatest success is measured by how he teaches his clients to have balance in their life and how they grow their business. For more than 20 years, Verl has led agents, brokers, teams with enthusiasm, determination, unshamed optimism, innovative systems that have created greatness that is truly predictable. So you can hear that word predictable, you know, success leaves clues. And so uh, Verrill's program really is sharing those success tips, tools uh, with the people that he has as coaches. So, Verrill, welcome to uh, the show. Well, thanks, Riley, and thanks for having me. Kathy, good to, good to hear your voice. Uh, we're, we're thrilled to have you. And, and just, you know, by way of introduction to the audience, Riley, I, I couldn't let uh, let us move forward without thanking, you know, Nate and Ryan, Brienne, you know, the, the entire Workman Success Systems clan out there 
that uh, have made us feel like family since day one. And, and I know it's only been a couple of years, but it feels like it's forever, and that's a great thing. You know, Rev, one of the things that we want to talk about today is not only uh, an introduction to why you created this greatness, I'll, I'll just say, system, but, but you got some really cool things that you're doing that I'd love to, to focus on. So let's start at the beginning. Uh, how, how did you get into where you are uh, into this career? Because you didn't start here. So who influenced you and, and where, where you've been going in the last, I'd say, what, five to ten years? Hey, that's a great question. Well, I'm going to go back just a little bit further than that to give you a little context. But, you know, I won the DECA Club Happenings Book Sales Contest when I was a senior in high school at Brighton High School in Salt Lake City. And the prize was I got a ticket to go to the University of Utah to see the great Zig Ziglar. And I saw Zig Ziglar and mm. Tom Hopkins and Dr. Schuler. And I remember sitting there in that stadium with all these real estate agents and Amway people. And um, I was listening and everybody was cheering. And I heard Zig Ziglar talk about how you got to have goals and how you got to set your goals and break them down to a monthly, weekly, daily basis. And I was just blown away. And I remember going back to my DECA teacher and saying, okay, I know what I want to do. I want to be a motivational speaker. And my DECA teacher <laughs> said to me, son, you need to have more realistic expectations. <laughs> and so I would say that my decade teacher wasn't wow. who inspired me, but Zig Ziglar was. <laughs> and so when I saw Zig speak, it just made me want to do that. So when I got the opportunity to present anything, I always took it. And that's kind of what got me into being a speaker. But as a speaker, and I know you know this, when you're in front of an audience, it's, um, it's a bit of a drug. It's a rush. It's exciting. Uh, some people are afraid of it. I get the bigger the crowd, the more excited I get, and the more energy that I want to give them. But at the end of the day, what happens is they clap or they cheer. You get a standing ovation, which is an awesome thing. Mm -hmm. But I remember going back after speaking to same clients maybe a year or two later and having people come to me and say, oh, I remember you were that guy that did that thing. And I was like, well, what, what have you done with it? And there was just this dead silence. <laughs> and it really bothered me that with speaking, I could entertain, enlighten, I could give empowerment but I wasn't really changing anybody's right. life. There was, no, there was no action that followed the speech. And that's when I started really looking at coaching. And it was, I would say I'm a bit of an accidental success, meaning I didn't start off wanting to be a coach. But finally I said, look, if, if I'm going to come and I'm going to share my thoughts and ideas with people, I'm going to give them a way that we can actually get adoption or we can actually implement it. And so we started coaching people in groups of 100. So at the end of the day, at the back of the room, we would invite people to come into a six-month coaching program where they could learn all about the technology or systems or things that would make it more successful in real estate. And that, that was really kind of what launched my career as a speaker. It's when I started coaching. And so I like to say that with, with speaking or training, you learn something new, but with coaching, you do something new. And that's, mm. what's kind of, that's what's transformed my career, was actually deciding that I wanted to make a difference, not just be a show pony. Powerful. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, and I think, uh, Vero, as, as you know, the Kathy and I are coaches, and I think it does take a certain kind of person, and I love what you said, is from the learning to the doing. It's really the application, and I think just like you're saying, it's one of the questions that I always say, so, you know, what have you done? Have you done that? And they always go, oh, I haven't had time. And you start getting into 
all the reasons that they haven't been able to um, do the things that they've been wanting to do. So uh, say a little bit about kind of the, just what happens for you when you see people being successful, you know, because you, your workman success systems, you know, that's the goal. Um, you know, how does that impact you? Because I know it's, it's an incredible motivator to see that doing part versus just the learning part. So you said, actually, really, you said it when you were introducing me, you, when you mentioned predictable greatness, and then you said that success leaves clues. Uh, but most people don't know what to look for. And so early on, right. when we started coaching, we decided that we were going to start measuring things, and we were going to try and identify whether or not a person's behavior was consistent with their goals or their big motivating value, the thing that they want the most. And with most people, I, I think that we're pretty simple as humans. Most people want to be happy and they want to be loved and they want to have stability and security in their lives. And work is a vehicle to accomplish those things. But with entrepreneurs especially, what I've seen is their work becomes their life instead of creates a great life for themselves. And so we started tracking. We started tracking uh, the daily activities in 30-minute increments to figure out what it is that the exceptional people do that the average people are, are not doing. And it not only left clues, it became really clear that if we focused on the right things, we get a predictable result. And so um, accountability for a lot of people is a dirty word. A lot of coaches use the word accountability like they're going to make someone do something they don't want to do. I'm going to hold you accountable comes up. And and I think that one of the one of the things that really opened my eyes is when you spent time with all of my coaches, the two of you were here, and you were talking about tools that you use and emotional brilliance to help people see things differently or to communicate it in a way that will get them to change a behavior. That's when I realized that I was a I was a coach, but I really wasn't. I didn't have the I didn't have the toolbox that, mm -hmm. that the two of you have in emotional intelligence. And so for the last it's been two and a half years now, I've been studying and learning and trying to be better at it because I want to make the change. We can see the behavior, but now what are the words you use and what are the tools that you have to get them to actually change that behavior? And it starts with tracking the right things. So we do a, we do a thing called the daily success habits where you have to get 61 points a day doing dollar productive activities. And I always start by asking the question, hmm. is it possible that some of your current habits could be replaced with better habits? So think about that. Is it possible? And everybody always answers, well, yeah, sure it is. And I say, okay, so let's not even say that you have bad habits. Let's just talk about what better habits we could start to do and let's track them and let's see if we get a different result. And inevitably the results are always better when we put better habits in place, like actually prospecting or looking for business. So that's the philosophy that we use in coaching is that which gets measured gets done. We track everything and that accountability is awareness. It's not something someone does to you. And this is, and I, and I, I have to tell you, I'm a novice in the emotional intelligence world when I look at the two of you and I listen and, uh, and read your books and I, I realize that um, awareness, I've learned that most people want to be successful, but they're not aware that their activities right. are not helping them get there. So by putting tracking mechanisms in place and a good coach that can help talk them through it, they start realizing that they can change their habits and change their results. And, you know, for a kid like me from Salt Lake City, Utah, that grew up in poverty, um, my, I believed that $50,000 was a good year. And 
if you could make that, that's what my dad made as a school teacher. I thought that that would be a, that would be success, be a success. And now so, uh, I don't when, believe there are any you, limits. When you, yeah, when you think back to where you started and where you are, can you just connect some dots for some of the people who are listening to the things you were just speaking about? So, you know, when you're training and coaching, it's obviously, um, you know, a, a great opportunity for people in any industry to be successful. And you provide the tools for them to work smarter and focus on what they really are driving for in terms of their growth while, I guess, minimizing these activities that tend to be a waste of time for some people. And you and your coaching is now tailored to specific business needs. Why the real estate industry? Why why wouldn't a smart person um, like you have industry groups that do the same thing? Why just for real estate? <laughs> that's a good, hey, that's a good question. We're, no, we're going to come right back <laughs> on that thought. So <laughs> don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News, and when we come back, we're going to hear from Verl Workman on Workman Success Systems and why real estate. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Icy Tech, like the hard-working men and women that get up every day and do their job. The ones that stop at nothing to make sure that it's done right. It's not just an effort. It's not just know-how. It's a way of life. Icy Tech has been with you since 1998. And with the veteran community being behind you, we understand with quality with passion, we follow you in this way of life. Icy Tech, for those who get it. Icy Tech is a proud sponsor of the Emotional Brilliance Academy, where e-learning is leading edge. How can you be brilliant in the moment, given the daily challenges you face at work and home? How can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. 
We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with a top performer here, uh, Vera Workman. His website is www.workmansuccess.com, workmansuccess.com. And, Vera, before the, the break, Kathy was asking, so why, why real estate? Um, so what's your response yeah. to that? It is an interesting question. Yeah, It is an interesting question because we're really entrepreneur coaches uh, we just happened to be in real estate, and I, I was never passionate about real estate. When I closed my retail stores, I uh, sold a bunch of home theaters to a guy that was a builder. And during my going out of business sale, he he uh, wrote me a check for $70,000 for seven $10,000 home theaters. And over the next few months, I installed these at his houses and put these home theaters in. He continued to recruit me to try and come sell houses for him, and finally I gave in. And I had early on success in real estate. I think my first quarter in real estate, I sold over 30 homes. Uh, within just a few months, I was a sales manager and I wrote a book called uh, uh, Critical Path to 100 New Home Sales. And had just, I had just really early on success, but it wasn't fulfilling for me. So I love real estate, but I felt like there was something more for me. And so uh, one day, the guy that owned the computer store next to my satellite dish store came to me and said, Hey, Burl, we got to figure out how to sell laptops to realtors. And I said, how are we going to do that? He goes, with seminars. And I said, I'm in because <laughs> I just wanted to do that. So that's how we got into it. And we built a company, sold it successfully to homes.com. And then during the dot-com frenzy, we went and raised about $70 million on Wall Street, which really kind of put me in uh, on the map as a speaker. Because we had resources, we could sponsor events and get out to all these real estate conferences. I was able to get on a lot of great stages and uh, we would teach technology and then bring people into these group coaching programs. So that's really how I got into real estate today. You know, it's, it's interesting. Our business, we're not really in real estate. We coach real estate agents on how to build successful teams. And we're really focused mm. on building successful, high-performing teams. So it's not just real estate. We even narrow it down into a more right. narrow focus. And your question was, well, why not all entrepreneurs and why not uh, doing other things? We do from time to time right. take on consulting right. clients outside the space. Yeah. Um, but there's, I don't know, there's somewhere between 60 and 70,000 real estate teams out there. And we coach, we coach less than a thousand. So the market is so big and there's such a great opportunity mm-hmm. that I just, as a, as a, as an entrepreneur and a small business owner, I've decided that if I stay yeah. really focused and I just focus on my niche and I'm not distracted by everything else, uh, it'll be more successful. And to, to make that point, Kathy, in my previous business, it took 15 years to generate a million dollars in revenue. In this business, where we're, we decided it wasn't going to be about rural workmen, but we were going to make it about workmen success systems, it took only six months. And so applying the principles that we had learned over the last 15 years into workman success systems, 
has generated just tremendous opportunity, not just for me, but my family and all hundred of our coaches. Tell us a little bit about why coaching is key to success in any business, in any market. And, you know, you talked about how it gives you, you know, entree to the growth opportunities, even with a very few number of people. But I, I think there's some, there's some magic in there on the kind of coaching you do, the kind of coaching real high performers need to be successful business professionals. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I appreciate the question. So um, I was on a plane one time and I was flying back from Atlanta to Salt Lake City. and I sat next to this lady that had these massive thighs. And I was like, <laughs> wow, what, what do you do? She, she was a skier and she was heading back to Park City to ski. What well, happened to be Pickaboo Street, like the world-class Olympian skier. And I just struck up a conversation with her and we were talking. I said, so tell me about how coaching impacted your career. Do you have a coach? And she looked at me like I was, something was wrong with me. She's like, I have a coach for everything. I have a fitness coach. I have a nutrition coach. I have a mindset coach. I have a downhill coach. I have a slalom coach. I have a coach for the icy conditions. I have so many coaches in my life that they are so specialized in the area that I need peak performance in. That's how I'm able to get to win, you know, gold medals. And that's how I feel about coaching. All Anybody that's a high performer, if you think about it, has other people that look at their performance from a different perspective. I don't, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but have you ever, uh, have you ever heard the, the phrase, you can't see the forest for the trees? Have you ever heard that before? Yep. Yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and then the only people giving you advice are in the same forest. They can't see it either, but they're giving you advice. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. Well, I look at coaching as kind of being in a hot air balloon over the forest where you can see the forest from a different perspective and see the clear path out. And that's our methodology of coaching is we ask lots of questions to identify and determine where you are in the forest and then where it is you want to go. And it's usually not mm -hmm. what people say it is. People say, I want to earn more money, but that's usually not the real core value. The real core value is I, I want to be able to tell my kids, yes, we can go to Disney World or yes, you can go to private school or you can go to a different college. I want to be able to make decisions for my family because it's the right thing or not the right thing to do, not because we do or don't have the money. So the money is what they focus on, but what they really want is they want to be able to make decisions differently in their family. So once we dig deeper and we find out what those real values are, then we work backwards into the incremental steps that it was going to take them to accomplish that. And it's, it's, it's amazing how small course corrections that are seen clearly by a coach can make such a huge impact in someone's life. It's, it's humbling to watch when a small suggestion or inspired thought given to a coaching client and then implemented changes the trajectory of their entire life. Well, that's, I that's, jump in. that's huge, bro. Yeah. I just so, wanted to jump in here yeah. and give you a testimonial and really you'll appreciate this because, uh, I have, uh, been one of the survivors here in the uh, the Ian uh, episode that that everybody has uh, so been I guess you know learning about since September. But we're trying to sell a property, 
And uh, so Burl has been at the other end of the phone, really. And for those of you who are listening, this is great advice. There's 6,400 homes on this island. 130 are up for sale at the same time. So I called Burl and I said, hey, house has been on the market for a week. And the company that's our broker already wants to reduce the price by 20%. Burl said, yeah, welcome to my world. He said, but here are the things you need to do to differentiate differentiate yourself immediately. And it was boom, 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 boom. I turned around. I took that coaching. I went to the broker. I went to the company and I said, I want boom, 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 boom. Burl, it happened this morning. I got the phone call. The, the broker's open is this week. Big sign going up. Unique double lot. A QR code with a virtual tour. Everything you told me to do that I had no idea needed to be done is done. So, audience, I'm trying to explain to you. Here, Relly and I are premier coaches in our industry. But there are always some things you can learn outside your industry, and Verl is one of those wonderful coaches. I just wanted to give everybody an example, Verl, of how quick you are to spot this stuff. Well, I love that. You're you're a good you're a good coaching student, one who actually does the work. So well done. Right. Yeah, well, he's known that for 17 years. He's been trying to get me to do the work for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy does. She does get. She does the work. She definitely does the work. So, uh, Verl, part of our interest and in what you were interested in with us was around this world of emotional intelligence. And I'm going to ask you in a moment just about kind of how you see that tied in. But I do want to go back to probably one of the key things that you said earlier, and I think is true for us, is around awareness. And so I don't know if you you can use this in your talks, Verl. Awareness equals responsibility. And what's good about that and good about the English language is awareness really means ability to respond. So if we're not aware, we're blind to all the opportunities. And so your whole system about, you know, getting into the 61 points and what are you doing and why? Because awareness gives you that ability to respond. And not only the ability to respond, the ability to excel. So I'm giving you kind of a wide opening here. Viral that you can add for your stuff, but tell us kind of what's your, what's been your attractive uh, uh, about emotional intelligence and how do you see that helping in what you're doing? Well, hold on. I got to finish writing down what you just said. That was brilliant. <laughs> awareness, okay, is the, well, it, it, <laughs> awareness is the, the ability, ability to respond and to excel. That, I love that. And that goes back to Fritz Perls, who kind of was the founder of what's called Gestalt therapy, which is all around awareness. But I think for us in the business world, you know, that's exactly what you're doing. So anyway, it gives them different language. Yep, definitely. Yeah, we just go a million miles an hour in our businesses and we don't stop to really analyze. Yeah, I think we're, we, we put on our fire hats. We get up in the morning, we just go to a million miles an hour. We don't do things right. that move us closer to our goals. I don't know, have you ever, um, you know, I'll ask the listeners this, have you ever gotten home at the end of the day and had that like, busy day, nothing accomplished feeling like you were just going all day and you're just worn out and you sit in that oversized chair and then your spouse says to you something like, so what'd you get done today? And you're, you're dumbfounded because you have no idea what you did. You just know you're tired from it. 
ankle biters. We yeah. call those ankle biters. Yeah, those those days are the result of not being aware of whether or not your activities are moving you closer to your goal. And so I believe that every business and every life is either intentionally created or it's accidentally created. And that we have an opportunity to just choose. I want to have this kind of a life. And if I want to have this kind of a life, what's it going to take to get there? So when we talk about measurement, um, I'll give you an example of coaching to the gaps. So we know that if you make, um, we track the number of dials uh, somebody makes, prospecting calls, how many conversations they have, how many appointments are set, how many appointments show up. And then when they get an appointment, do they sign a listing agreement or a buyer agreement? Well, we know now that it takes between 235 and 260 points to close a transaction. So if I'm coaching someone and they're making 100 calls and they're not having any conversations, I just ask them to not call at that time of the day again. Let's change the date. Change the time of day. Hmm. If they're having calls and conversations, but they're not setting appointments, then we focus on what to say. If they're getting appointments, but people don't sign a buyer agreement or a listing agreement, then we teach them how to do better presentations, deeper needs analysis, make sure you're solving the client's problem. And so each of these phases, because we track them all, gives us clarity on the area that we need to focus on in a coaching relationship so they can get better at it. So that's how we use uh, accountability and tracking to coach to the gaps. And that's, it's our unfair competitive advantage. Most coaches coach to a system that they want someone to do that's their secret sauce. And we focus on the totality of the mm. business, whether it's the front of the house or the back of the house, operational excellence or, you know, bu- business building, client, client attraction. And so um, you asked me about emotional intelligence. I'm not, I'm certainly not an emotional intelligence expert, but I've, I've learned that people, emotions uh, f- are freeing for people and they're also debilitating. They, they keep people from moving. What's going on in the real estate industry right now is we've had this, you know, if you remember back in 2008, the market crashed and all the, the, the banks were giving money away for free. You'd have to, you know, verify your income. They're doing no income qualifying loans. And there are all these people that were upside down in their houses. They are borrowing 110 or 120 percent. And there's a glutton of real estate that came onto the marketplace and it caused prices to go down. It caused the market to shop to stop. And a lot of people went out of business during that phase. Well, we've just come out of some of the busiest times in history in real estate and the housing prices have outpaced people's income or the ability to buy affordable housing. And so Mm -hmm. because of the increased interest rates, because of the lack of inventory and the frenzy around buying, the federal government has decided to slow the economy down by raising rates. So they slow the economy down. Because inflation is so high, and this is just my prediction, I don't think that our, I don't believe that interest rates are going to come down until they are, until they're above what inflation rates are. And so I don't think we're seeing the end of it. It's it's the beginning. Well, a lot of people, because they went through 2008, have these emotions that are, um, they're, they're fear-based. They're scared. They're insecure. They're frightened. They feel helpless. They're panicking. Some are hysterical. They, they are anxious, don't know what to do. And so what we have done is we've listened to the consumer and we know that people buy and sell houses because of life events that occur, not because of what's going on in the market. So you get married, you get divorced, you you upsize, downsize, kids move in, kids move out, you get relocated, you want your kids to play ball in another school. And that river of real estate continues to flow. So we've spent the last 
two months as a team trying to identify the emotions that are keeping people from moving forward, even though their life events are occurring. What are the things that are giving them fear or making them terrified or scared? And it's been really interesting to, to, to watch how consumers respond when you message to their fears and move them from uh, afraid to uh, happy Excited. or to surprised yeah. or to wanting to move forward. Very, very, very powerful because, uh, and really, you know, this makes perfect sense. We're doing, right, the same thing in the coaching technique, right? That coaching technique that you're, that you're using, very powerful. Burl, when you, um, when you started looking at these EI emotions, what, what tool were you looking at, and how did you come up with this great saying you have called the shift? Shift happens. <laughs> well, I wish I could take credit for any of it, but I can't. I've borrowed it from uh, brilliant people like you, and I'm, I'm just using a simple emotions wheel. And the emotion wheel is starts in the center, then it builds out, and it shows you how someone has one emotion that leads to others. And the goal is to move them from one emotion that is fear-based or stuck and into a different emotion that moves them forward into more eager or hopeful or excited. We want to move them from one emotion to another. And that simple wheel, um, one, of my, one of my coaches, his name is Cleve Gaddis, was uh, playing with the messaging actually after spending some time with the two of you and started creating a program during COVID. We wrote all these programs during COVID that were based on the same principles and had massive success. Our clients grew when everybody else was struggling. And so everybody talks about, you know, you're going to have to pivot. I hate that word. And so yeah. pivot is when you're playing basketball and you stop dribbling and one foot has to stay planted and you spin around in a circle, but you can't move forward towards your goal anymore. And so I said, let's just shift. Let's keep dribbling. Let's move side to side. Let's make motion. And let's never stop dribbling. We're going to build for the bounce because the, the market always comes back strong. And so the shift program was, a, was kind of a counteract everybody else's te- ideas of telling you you had to pivot. Because I hate that word because pivoting means so, I have to stop moving forward. Right. Well, we're going to so, go to a break. So, girl, so, we're gonna... Yep. <laughs> go ahead, Riley. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say we're going to go to a break, like Kathy said. And I do want to hear kind of what SHIFT is. It sounds like it's an acronym for something that would be helpful around uh, emotions. So you're listening to Leadership Development News. Don't go away. We'll be right back. business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. How can you be brilliant in the moment? Given the daily challenges you face at work and home, how can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams, and your organization. 
The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. Icy Tech. Like the hard-working men and women that get up every day and do their job. The ones that stop at nothing to make sure that it's done right. It's not just an effort. It's not just know-how. It's a way of life. Icy Tech has been with you since 1998. And with the veteran community being behind you, we understand with quality, with passion, we follow you in this way of life. Icy Tech, for those who get it. Icy Tech is a proud sponsor of the Emotional Brilliance Academy, where e-learning is leading edge. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back development news we are having a delightful conversation with our colleague Verl Workman from Workman Success Systems when we went to the break Verl we were talking about your new program for a new market called The Shift I just want to make sure everybody gets this website page it's pages.workmansuccess.com backslash the shift dash info. And tell us a little bit more about how shift happens. I guess it's a, a play on a naughty word we won't use on the air. But <laughs> talk a little bit about this, uh, the influence of emotional intelligence and emotional brilliance on this shift we all need to do in order to experience a better, more successful day, meeting, team interaction, I'll let you take it from there. Okay, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to give real estate agents the ability to have brilliant conversations with their consumers who are stuck or frustrated or not moving forward. If you ask any real estate agent right now, they've got a database full of people that are not moving forward. They're waiting to see. They're afraid of the marketplace. So what we did is we started to write these stories. And uh, we use all kinds of uh, terminology. But basically, the story is... The first one would be the river of real estate that talks about a Harvard study that shows that regardless of what happens to interest rates, about 13% of the U.S. population moves every year. And we came up with a calculation. The story is designed to say basically that, you know, agent was bombarded with all kinds of negative news. You know, you don't hear it on CNN or Fox unless it's negative. And so they were predicting that the bubble was going to burst and the interest rates were going to go up and the people would be priced out of the marketplace. But he realized that um, after reading this study, 
that the Harvard University study said that, that people are going to move regardless of what happens to the marketplace. And then he thought he would figure out and do a calculation to figure out how many people would move in his market. So we first build a story, which it talks about why they're stuck. And then we give them a, a resource. And so we give them the how do you figure out the right river of real estate. And we give them an interactive map where they can show what their population is. And then they plug these numbers into a calculator. It tells them, uh, you know, how to figure out how many houses are going to move in your marketplace. Once you realize that there's in, you know, in the general Atlanta area, there's thousands of people going to move. People are then okay to put their house back on the market. Then we give them a worksheet. Then we give them a script that they can role play with their other team members. And then we give them the, the assignment and we coach them to use that module. So the way that we've designed this is that there's two modules a month that, that come out. Let me share you one, of the, one of the ones that we're just having killer success with. So this one is called the Interest Rate Offset Program. Each one of these shift modules has a proprietary name and language. And it's, it, it is exactly what it sounds like. So the story is about somebody who was in the market looking to buy a home. Rates went up and they were priced out of the market. They can't buy the same house they were looking at a few months ago. And so in this story, we use this program called the interest rate offset that, that we, we run a calculator. And the calculator shows if you would have bought your $400,000 house at 4% versus that same house today at 7%, what is the difference? The difference is $35,000 over seven years. So my job as your agent, when we look at houses, is to find that $35,000, either in discount points or uh, seller concessions or other ways that we can use in negotiation strategies to find you that $35,000. If we could offset your interest rate over the next seven years, about the amount of time that it's going to take to either to you move again or refinance that property, is there any reason you wouldn't move forward? And people move forward. So we're getting people all over the country that were stuck and not moving forward to get back engaged and looking at properties. And then when they start looking at homes again, of course, they get emotionally attached. And we did then teach the negotiation skills to be able to put them in the best position to make a good decision for their family. And it's working. We're getting all these people back in the market buying houses. Wonderful. And well, it, I, I love and it. And it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like that, and, and particularly you're taking them out of the fear in the moment, and especially then the shift in looking at over time, over seven years. You know, so it's that perspective. What I love about that, it's the uh, it's the helium balloon. Now you're above, and you're not only looking at it, what's going on now, like you said earlier, being in the in the forest. You're above it and say, oh, well, over seven years, here's other strategies that that will balance this out. So that's brilliant. Absolutely. And, you know, Varelli and I have talked for years about the recognition, all right, that, that awareness point that triggers that emotion. And you, you talked about it early on. Varelli, you picked up on it as well. So it's being aware of what your consumer is feeling, picking up on that trigger, and then showing them the reality of fear, false evidence appearing real, and then showing them how to use science, research, research, mathematics, practical facts to offset that feeling. Uh, this is very unique, girl. And, and what, I know Riley and I have been around talking to you for the last two and a half years, but what, what was it? And I don't like the word pivot either. It, to me, it's a, it's a, it's a 
it's a very inflated word used by news and politicians. So I like the word shift. Tell us where this is taking you now in the marketplace, given people are shifting out of COVID, shifting into a marketplace where they're finding uh, new opportunities. Uh, many people working from home and feeling the necessity to be shifting on pretty much every level. Yeah, there's a lot of movement going on. And the shift is the ability to see the court and then make the adjustment and keep moving towards the ultimate goal, which whatever everybody defines differently. But um, I guess I guess are you going to be uh, talking about this at your leverage program coming up this spring? Uh, Yeah, it's in the fall and it's in uh, Bonita Springs, Florida. We have uh, we're going to be we bring all of our teams in teams we coach teams that we don't coach anyone that wants to grow and build a seven figure real estate team we hold these conferences once a year this one's called leverage and we're excited that uh, Dr Kathy Greenberg and uh, Matt's going to be there and I think it's going to be just a it's going to be a phenomenal conference we bring uh, amazing people in to speak but the real focus of the conference is. Uh, there's a track for buyer's agents, a track for listing agents, a track for leaders, and then a track for your support staff. So we've got tracks for every position on the tree, on the team to help them grow and be better. And it's a great opportunity to bring your uh, bring your real estate teams and learn how to learn how to really do 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 well with teams. We're learning that uh, when you're good at the business, it attracts more opportunity. And when you say yes to that opportunity, oftentimes you say no to other things that are more important in life, like family, faith, friends, fun, fitness. Mm -hmm. I replace that with food sometimes, Uh, you know, those five Fs. Well, when we build real estate teams, it allows us to support the client who has the need and have balance in those other five areas. So the biggest thing that we do for people is we teach them how to delegate, how to take those things that they do so well that are in their head and in their heart that they Mm -hmm. can't let go of, put them into a system so you can have operational excellence, make sure the client has a great experience, and it allows you to grow and scale. And that's what's going on right now is our teams are growing. Sorry, Kathy. I was going to say that our teams are growing when others are not, and they're growing because uh, we have experts focusing on every area of the business. So say a little bit more about the five Fs. Uh, aside from food, <laughs> just so our <laughs> listeners can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's balance. It's life balance. Family is number one to me. Faith is really uh, close right there with it. Family, faith, friends, fun, and fitness. And we right. usually give up one of those when we're focused on finances. And unfortunately, most people give up family because they don't think they're going to go anywhere. And so... Mm. And so, you know, my power just went out, but I guess my battery backup's working. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, we have more here. accidental uh, emergencies during this program than I think we do in our regular lives. Oh, my goodness. So, Well, it's so all good. My, my power's out, but my IT team has got my battery backup loaded on the computer, and we're still functioning, so I'm, I'm glad to be here. There you go. Well, it looks like your team is leveraging for sure, and they're not letting you shift out of that positive mode of operating, and that's exactly what Relly and I want for everybody. We want everybody to find that go-to emotion, which you just found, and uh, and you went with it. So, Relly, anything you can think of that you want to touch on before we uh, we get into our close here? Because I think we're just a couple minutes away from yeah. saying goodbye. 
So one of the things uh, that, Vera, we were talking about during during the break, and I think just uh, what is unique about Workman Systems is really the team aspect. And so you've done some interesting research, and I think not only uh, real estate teams, but anybody who's got a team, what are the barriers, and this is from Vero's research, what are the barriers from establishing a strong real estate team, but any team? Poor communication, poorly defined roles yeah. and responsibilities, l- lack of mutual trust, lack of goal clarity. Those key things, that infrequent communication, and maybe Vero, you can say something about how your system hits those. Those are basic team needs that I think your system really uh, pinpoints. Maybe say a little bit about that before we end here. Yeah, it does. So teams matter. Um, I mean, I can't imagine raising six children without my wife. I mean, we function as a team in our household, and it functions better because she allows me to think I have input. But the, the reality is most people don't do teams because they can't delegate and they can't, they can't envision what it looks like to have the client deal yeah. with somebody besides them. And the moment you realize nobody actually cares about you, and I don't know if this is an emotional intelligence thing, but I've realized <laughs> that no one really cares about me. They, they care about themselves. They care about where right. they're going to live. They care about where they're going to do. And I'm just a tool in the process. And when you realize uh, yeah. how little you matter in the process and you make everything you do about making sure your customer has an amazing experience, no matter who they deal with on your team, that's when your whole life changes and that's when you have the ability to grow. Powerful. Very powerful. Anything you want to say about your spring conferences coming up, Burl? Uh, no, I just, you know, thank you for the opportunity to be here. I just, uh, every moment we have together, I learn something. And I appreciate your words of wisdom in my journey as we've gone forward. If you have a real estate team or a company that works in the real estate space and wants help with your teams, reach out to us at Workman Success. Dot com. Uh, you can hear about our conference, and uh, you, we, I think we made available at one of the shift modules if you want to download that, see what it looks like as you're trying to create messaging for your industry and how to use that emotional intelligence to craft messaging that moves people from fear into action. I'm happy to share that with you. Oh, thank you. You've been listening to Leadership Development News. Thank you for tuning in to tune up your performance. Come on back next week, and we'll see you right here at Leadership Development News. Take care, bud. Bye-bye. Thanks, Earl. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. <laughs>